Reclaim your energy and amplify your performance with self-care strategies in project management. Hey family, do you mind if I tell you a story? There was a group of mountaineers climbing set on this huge peak and eventually climbing in three groups. Group one, they were wary, disheartened. They even turned back, finding the journey too strenuous. Then there was group two. The group two, they contended on getting to the top of the air where the air was in the sun and they enjoyed sandwiches and they sang opting to stay where they are, or I should say were. Then there was this, this interesting group called Group 3. Group 3, Group three. they were true mountaineers. They fixed their eyes on the summit, pressed on, pushed through all the challenges, and reached the top of the peak. Listen, family, in life, we're often going to find ourselves in one of these three moods. And in these three moods, we have to make, an, a, we have to make a decision. Are we going to be Group 1, Group 2, or Group 3? when we're going after our goals. Today's episode is entitled, Breaking the Myth. Self-care does not mean selfishness in project management. Again, breaking the myth, self-care does not mean selfish in project ma management. As you know, I have an eight-point framework in these eight points. I unpack kind of what we're gonna talk about today about self-care. First of all, we need to unpack what is self-care? Point number one, self-care is understanding that self-care re refers to the deliberate, I'll say that again, family, the deliberate action taken to ensure well-being for project managers and their teams. Point number two, time management. Hold on, let me park right here parenthetically. Family, when I think about time management, I think about the importance of, uh, nope, I'm just gonna be transparent. I'm not even gonna give you no fluff or any gimmicks. Listen, I struggle with this family. And the reason why I struggle with time management, because I want to be everything to everybody else except being what I need to be to myself so I can be my best version of self. And then I could be the best version to everyone else. So I started implementing certain tactics or I should say uh, techniques um, when I'm on a, in a meeting or I am um, on a call with someone instead of trying to uh, watch this click over if I'm on a call and say, hey, let me call you back. I'm on the phone with such and such. I'll just call them back after I finish, wrap up the call. When I'm in meetings, I put my phone in this thing they call do not disturb and see what do not disturb does for me. And then what I'm really realizing family is that people really don't want nothing, but guess what this, guess what they want? Your time. Time is an element that we will never get back. And I truly mean that. And so I started doing that and I started watching how the telemarketer calls kind of slowed down and people that was reaching out to me consistently as they normally would do kind of slowed down because they call the message they got the memo that hey he must be busy because it's sending me to voicemail or maybe he's blocked me but point I'm trying to make family is that we have to apply time management skills to ensure both the project requ requirements as well as our personal time are well guarded as well as well managed let's move on to point number three Oh, you see this balancing act. I'm almost about to go into the karate kid. But no, seriously, balancing act, family. We have to really learn and strike a balance between project demands and, and personal well-beings to avoid this thing that we call burnout. You know, burnout is really real. I didn't really believe it was really, truly real until one day I was sitting at, in my cubicle and 
I was eating at my cubicle. Only time I left my cubicle was to go to the bathroom because I wanted to make sure when you're exceptional, or I should say an exceptional project manager, you want to you wanna make sure you're d meeting deliverables, you're answering calls, you're answering emails, you're answering teams, whatever the form of communication channel is, you want to be there and not miss a beat. But I will say this to you, family. Eventually you will burn out and burnout is not good because burnout really what it means is is that now you put yourself in a position as you're not as effective enough as you could be if you really took that time to step away, catch your breath and, and rethink. It's sort of like I remember one time family when I got this email from someone or we call it a nasty gram in the world of project management. We got I got this nasty gram. This nasty gram wanted to tell me every which way but right or left. It wanted to tell me who I wasn't and who I should be and I wanted to ooh I wanted to mm, but I'm not even going to go there. But what I so I got up and I walked away. And I want to thank the manager at that time because he seen, I don't know if he seen smoke coming off, coming off my head or, or what, but he walked over and he said, you look troubled. What's going on? And so I just, I, I, I got up and I said, read this email. And he read, he said, oh, that was very disrespectful. He said, do you want to escalate it to me to handle? I said, no, 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 no. I'll handle that myself. He said, let me tell you this, Edward, what I'll ask you to do before you respond to that email, please get up and just take a walk around the building. And I was like, that's not going to do anything for me. I mean, I want to talk to this person. I want to give this person not a piece of my mind, my whole mind. And he said, no, 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 no. Walk around the building one time. And that response that you were going to give that you already have formulated in your mind, don't give it just yet. If, if you have that, that, that same vigor and that same veracity and frustration to respond with uh, aggression and anger, I want you to walk around the building again. I said, listen, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I know you got me walking around the building too many times. I mean, I did work out early this morning, so you got me working out it again. He was like, no, trust me on this. I said, okay, I'm going to trust you. So I walked around the building family and I, I was, I was like, man, this ain't doing nothing. And I'm thinking about, oh, I can't wait back to give them. Oh, they're going to get this work. I promise you they're going to get this work. And then I walked around and then I walked around again, just taking his consultation. And when I walked around again and I'm thinking, I'm like, it reminded me of a quote, will this even matter in five years? What, what will it even matter in six months? Probably not. So let me, re let me respond with integrity. Let me respond with, with a sense of urgency. Let me respond and say, listen, I'm going to kick, I'm going to talk facts. I'm not going to talk emotions. We're going to get to the bottom of this. And family, I came back and I responded to that email, copied my manager on it just to make sure that he, he was aligned with what I was doing. And he was impressed, not not because of 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 what I said, but it was how I said it within the email that I was I was speaking in facts and not emotions. And the person that sent me the email, they were speaking more emotional. So I say all that to say this family is it is a balancing act and you have to make sure. I don't know why. I just love how that feel like I'm in, in the Matrix or something. But anyway, I digress. But it is important, though, family, that you do that. And and burnout will will force you, I'm, and I'm not kidding you, to respond in a way that you know that that and regarding that nasty gram, that it was a way to attack that person because you felt attacked and you probably was being attacked. But you know, they always say two wrongs don't make a right. I don't know who said that, but I do know that it does make it right to respond in facts instead of emotions. Let's move on to point number four, stress management. Listen, being able to utilize stress management techniques enhances 
the resilience and maintains your focus during uh, uh, projects that are very challenging. One of the things I, I do, and I know I need to do more of it, um, but at least I've gotten started and I have to continue it and stay consistent, is I started meditating. I started, there's an app out there. I, I'm not getting any plugs. I don't have a link or anything in there. Uh, maybe I should, and maybe I will if, if, if you guys leave a comment and you're interested in it. It's called Balance. And the reason, and this app called Balance, it's a meditation app. And it really, it focuses on, on focus and and other aspect of, of your mindset. And the reason why I love it, I really love the focus aspect because the more you're able to focus, the more driven you can be, the more, watch this, exceptional you can be. Let's move on to point number five, healthy boundaries. Hmm, this is tough. I, I, I debated even, even sharing this with you, family, because I've, I've done my best to have healthy boundaries. I've done my best to try to separate personal and work. What I mean separate personal and work, meaning is we have, if we agreed that I'm going to be here from 9 to 5 or 8 to 4 or 9 to 6 or whatever that time frame is, is then at that time I'm leaving. But I've, I found myself in certain situations that uh, I've extended that time much longer than it should be, but I thought that I was being exceptional, which I was, but at the same token, I wasn't uh, thinking of my team because if you think about it, if I'm sending my team emails late in the evening, don't, they don't have the opportunity to respond because now they, I, it's, it's not like I'm going to get a response in the evening anyway. So I might as well wait until the morning where they're going to be there. They're going to be fresh and ready to respond. So it's basically establishing and respecting personal and professional boundaries to maintain a healthy work-life balance. Point number six, team morale. Hey, boosting team morale through self-care practicing and fostering a positive project environment. I don't know if you've ever worked in a toxic project environment. It is, oh, I mean, it is draining. I mean, it. it's one of those things where on Sunday, your heart, I remember Les Brown talked about it where, you, you know, you know, you have to go into work on Monday and it just feel like your chest is just tightening up because you like, oh man, what am I going to walk into when I walk in on Monday? What are the meetings that people are going to be uh, just dysfunctional on purpose and not trying to collaborate and work on a common goal, which is our outcome and making sure this project is on time, on schedule, within scope and approved quality. So family, having a good project working environment is important, no matter of fact, is valued. And when you lose project managers or you lose project coordinators or project team members like stakeholders, it's because of the environment. It, you know, a lot of people want to point to leadership or point to a, a financial number. I'm going to tell you this. Yes, money is important. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm like Zig Ziglar. It's, it's up there with air. But being in a great and amazing work environment that fosters, you know, uh, self-care, that foster that teamwork as far as a collaboration approach instead of a silo or pointing fingers is healthy. <clears throat> Point number seven, mental health awareness. Hey, listen, being able to recognize the significance of uh, mental health and its impact on project success is, is important as well, family. You have to know your limits. <clears throat> if you don't know your limits, you have to expose yourself to a limit in which when you say, hey, listen, this, this is not... I'm, I'm getting in a mental space where this is just not adding up. This is not working for me anymore. And I need to just take a step back so I can take two steps forward. 
that sometimes has to work, family. Now, I do want to get on the other side of this before you guys leave any comments in there. Sometimes you do have to push through, but even though you're pushing through, you don't push through recklessly. You push through with a plan and you work that plan because you know what? If you plan to fail, what? You fail to plan. Let's move on to my last and final point. Point A, sustainable success. Listen, being able to acknowledge the sustained project success hinges and I do mean hinges like on the door on the well-being of the project stakeholders as well as the project ma uh, manager in entirety. Hey, family, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey, hit that like, subscribe, leave a comment. I want to know what you guys thought about today's episode. Until next time, I'm out.